Welcome to the Spring Podcast. I'm Pastor Laura Blevins, inviting you to enjoy this week's message from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. Thank you for coming to the waters for uplifting music, rejuvenation, and inspiration. Thank you for coming to the Spring. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Spring. My name is Ethan. I'm one of the worship leaders here. We're so excited to have you all with us this Sunday. Uh, in your bulletins, there should be a, uh, a, uh, a little connection card. So if you want to, uh, to just fill that out and put as much info in there as you are uh, comfortable with us having, uh, it's a great way for us to keep in touch with you about uh, current events that we have going on here at the church. Uh, right now, we're going to begin with, uh, with doing some singing. This first song is called Beautiful Day. And uh, gosh, I was totally thinking that as I'm driving here this morning. Uh, just like, what a beautiful day it is. Just, uh, I don't know. So, uh, so if you all would uh, stand with us as you are able, we are going to uh, join together in this song.
Lord, we just thank you for this time that we have to, to just come and, and sing together of all the different places we could be here, be with here. So we thank you for this 
this chance that we have for this opportunity. Pray this in your name. We're going to go into the scripture uh, reading today, and that is from Ephesians. I am so super excited about this scripture um, and the message today, and I hope that you all are too. Um, so it's going to be Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 to 19. You can follow me on the screen or on your phone or in the Bible in the pew. For this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may be strengthened, he, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have the power together with all of the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ. And to know that this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all of the fullness of God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious Lord, we ask that you pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and bless the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts to be acceptable on your sight. O oh Lord, our strength, our rock, and our redeemer. Amen. So today, as back to school Sunday, I have been planning this for months. I just want you to know I'm so excited that you're here. You should be excited that you're here because I'm going to teach you today how to measure God's love. You're welcome. Aren't you glad you showed up today? Yes? So glad that you're here. Well, first of all, we're back to school, um, and I just want to take a poll of the room. How many of you are actually excited about going back to school or the kids going back to school? Can I have a hand up if you are excited about it? How many of you are not excited about it? Raise your hand because summer is over. That's okay. You own it, man. That's that third kid thing. You and Noah need to chat, or maybe not ever. <laughs> So um, I just wanted to get a gauge of the room and see where you are, if you're excited about it or not. I am super excited about back to school. Um, I love going back to school. I have always loved it. I've always loved learning. It's something that, I mean, I mean, that's why I spent eight years post high school in education, because I love learning. Now, I get that not everybody is like this, and I understand that. And I also want you to know that I am not the smartest person. Uh, that is not that is not the truth, um, but I love learning. And the thing about it is, when we are um, Christians, we are called not to check our brain at the door, but to continue to learn. It's something that God calls for us, and we're going to talk about that today. So, you know, learning is something that we find throughout the Bible is really important to God. God is always teaching us something, and God wants us to learn. Did you know that? absolutely true. Um, the Bible talks about learning, about understanding. And as Christians, we are told that this is part of our, our goal in our walk with God is to learn more about him. Okay. Um, in Proverbs uh, chapter 22, verse six, if you want to get your Bibles out or maybe your Bible app, I'm going to read this to you. Proverbs 
chapter 22, verse 6. Um, Proverbs is kind of like the fortune cookie of the Bible. And by that, I mean it always has these little tiny statements that are just super powerful and meaningful. Um, and in Proverbs 22, verse 6, maybe you've heard this before. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not stray from it. So you can also say in the way she should go, and when she is old, she will not stray from it. It's not just meant for boys here. It's meant for everyone. So we, our job then is not only to continue to learn and continue to grow in our faith, but our job then becomes that we are to train the young ones around us in the ways of God. You see how this is this uh, calling upon our lives. So learning, training, understanding is this expectation of a Christian. And as we look today at the scripture from Ephesians, there are a few things that we should learn about Ephesians. Um, first of all, Ephesians is the letter that Paul writes to the church, okay? And he's writing it to the church, and there is um, some deep, heavy theological stuff that he's talking about, okay? I mean, Ephesians is just uh, dripping with, with theology about how we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to study God, how we're supposed to be the church, all of these things. But in chapter 3, verses 14 um, to 19, he sort of stops, and it's not full of theology as much as it is a prayer that Paul gives us, okay? So it's this prayer that Paul offers up to us in the midst of this heavy theological stuff. He sort of stops and he says, okay, wait a second. I want you to understand. I want you to get, you know, why we're doing this to begin with and where this comes from. So Paul was teaching the early church how to act, okay? He was teaching them how to act, how to be, and he's offering this prayer for them. See, Paul felt called here that not just those Jewish people would have the blessing of God, but that all people would have the blessing of God. And that's really the focus of, of his ministry is reaching to the Gentiles. And it's, you know, we, we hear the word Gentile, but what he really means is everybody. Everybody has access to God, that everyone can learn about him, and that these Gentiles and everybody, right, can inherit these promises of God. And this, for the time, was just mind-blowing, right? Because the God that they knew before Jesus Christ came, the God that they knew was offered only to who? The Jewish people. Right? And so when Jesus came and he said, no, it's not just for Jews, it's for everyone, it just blew people's minds. What do you mean? You mean the sinner over here? The, the tax collector? The, the people who are no good in our society, they all have access to God? Even if they didn't grow up in the faith, and this was just mind-blowing to them. And so Paul stops in his letter in Ephesians and he says, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you because you need to get what I have to say. You need to understand. Paul prays um, for these newcomers in faith and prays for us that we would have this inner spiritual strength, right? That we would have Christ in our hearts. He prays 
that we would comprehend what God is doing in our lives. And he prays that we understand the knowledge of the love of God. How wide and how deep and how long. That you would just for a second be able to glimpse the kind of love that God has for us. And that actually is uh, the most important thing here today. And Paul says in uh, chapter 3, verse 18, I pray that you comprehend the love that God has for you. Paul is a teacher here, and he's trying to teach us, and he's trying to show us how much love there is from God. Now, I think, um, especially those who teach, are able to understand that um, just, I think, more clearly than a lot of different people. And the reason I say that is because when you are surrounded by a group of kids every single day and you see their ins and outs, you see the good and you see the bad, there's this love that I have seen, especially in this school district, um, and I'm feeling that it's carny as well, so you can tell me if I'm wrong, but there's teachers and staff and administrators who just truly love their students. Would you agree with me on this point? Yeah? Let me tell you a little bit about that. So here in our community, um, we have had teachers come together to pay bills for a family whose parent had cancer. Did you all know that? They all just sort of banded together, they put their money together in a pool, and they helped pay bills for this student whose uh, mom had cancer. And here in this community, um, there are teachers who buy Christmas gifts for kids who know that they won't get anything. Did you know that? Here um, in this community, we had one teacher um, buy a parent a phone because they couldn't afford one. I mean, teacher salaries, I got to tell you, are not great. Here's another thing they did. It's not just about money. There was one student that was student of the month, one month, and they all knew that the parents would not get this kid to school on time and wouldn't come because they just were really teched out. But this kid got student of the month. And when that happens, um, you have, and this is the way it is in Westview, and I think the other schools have this too, um, they have a breakfast, right? And they sort of uh, recognize that student and the teacher gets up and say, this is why I picked this student for this month, right? So there were two people from that school, um, a teacher and one of the resource officers that went and picked up this kid to get to the student breakfast. And then this kid's first grade teacher, he wasn't in first grade, showed up to be his family that day. Pretty cool, isn't it? I mean, we get what love is supposed to be like, right? Do we understand that? Absolutely. Do we see that with our teachers and our staff? Absolutely. And so what is it that these teachers do? They don't just give things. They don't just buy extra stuff. They go to games. They go to performances. There are staff and administrators that just show up and offer a kind word. And do you know that when they're doing this, that this is exactly what God calls us to do? Exactly. When you're showing love to a student in need, or just any student, you are doing exactly what God wants you to do. 
So if you want to look around and see how do we as Christians do what God wants us to do, well, the greatest example that we have are these staff and administrators from our school district here in Excelsior Springs. Now, I got to tell you, I'm pretty excited to be a tiger. Amen? To have that kind of love shown to our children. And that love is the core of the message that Paul has given us. He is saying, God loves you. You don't have to earn it. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter who your parents are. God loves you. And for a glimpse, I hope that you can comprehend how great it is and how wide and how deep and how long that you would just understand for a second, Paul says, how much God truly loves you. And the core of our obligation as Christians is to show that love to everyone. That's what we are supposed to do. So I hope and I pray that you sitting here today can understand, just even for a glimpse, how much God loves you. And then your job first is to receive that love from Jesus Christ. And then you're not done. And then, and then your job is to go out and to share that love with everyone around you. And if you want to know what that means, just look to some of our teachers and staff and administrators in this school district because they're already showing love. And it's super easy for them, isn't it? To show that love because it's who they are. This is what God has called us to do, and this is our obligation as Christians. So what can we, as First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs, do? Well, we're already super involved in the schools. We do a lot, right? We already love the people that we have here. That's pretty easy, isn't it? But there is a community out there of people who don't understand God's love. They don't get it. And your job is first to receive the love that God has given you. That he came for you, specifically you. Because he loved you that much. And then you turn around and you show that love to everyone you meet. The truth is, you can't measure God's love. Because it's endless. That's the trick of my sermon today. I don't know if you caught it or not. I'm telling you to measure something that you can't measure because of how enormous it is and long-lasting and forever. And no matter what you do, no matter what sin you think you've committed or where you go or what you say or any of that, whether or not you believe uh, in Christ, whether you've been on the fence, no matter... If you say you don't believe in God, God still loves you and there is not a thing you can do about it. Not one thing. That's how much he loves you. It's not conditional. It's unconditional. And so the trick of my sermon today is that you can't measure God's love. 
but we can show God's love to everyone that needs it. That's your task. That's your goal. Do you think you can do it? I think you can. And you know what? I also pray that you open your eyes um, to the situations around you because God is constantly putting people in your path to show love to you. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, Lord, we thank you so much for all that you have given us this day. Help us, Lord, to get, to even understand for a minute the love that you have for us. And help us, Lord, to open our eyes and to share that love with everyone that we meet. In your awesome name we pray. Amen. Ready? 
enjoying this week's message? Please consider giving to our ministry and helping us continue the work of Jesus Christ by making a contribution. Go to esmethodist.com on your computer or smartphone and click on the Giving and Service tab. Go forth from this place with the love of Jesus Christ. And may you get how wide and how deep and how long his love is for you. Go in peace. Thanks for coming. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast of The Spring. Tune in every Sunday evening for the next rejuvenating podcast of music and messages from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. God bless you and have a great week.